Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 518 Talks Podcast. This is your host, William Rivas. And today I am here with Ms. Sarah Couch with the Health, Health Education Project and Crystal Perry, who is a political organizer for 1199 SEIU. How are you guys doing this evening? We're doing wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so, for having us. while you guys are here, let's talk to the people a little bit about what you guys do individually and how collectively you guys are going to work together for this upcoming project. Okay, um, my name is Crystal Perry. I am a nurse at Glendale Hospital, and currently I am a political organizer for 1199 SEIU. Yep, and I am, my name is Sarah Couch. I'm a healthcare advocate for the Healthcare Education Project, um, and the two of our organizations are. Um, working together uh, to fight against Medicaid cuts on the state level right now. So for those who don't know, for our listeners who are tuning in, tell us a little bit about the Healthcare Education Project. Um, Sure. Uh, We are uh, an advocacy group um, that really promotes accessibility, affordable, and affordability um, like within healthcare. Um, and our mission really is to make sure that, like like I said, everybody has access and everybody can afford healthcare because we really believe it's a human right. And, uh, you know, why do you think that's, I, I work with a homeless population at the mm-hmm. uh, homeless shelter. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we find that a lot of people don't come through the door with Medicaid and have that assistance. Why do you think that's important for our people? Um, I mean, it, it's a basic human need. You know, like without that, you know, uh, without us helping everyone in a community, we don't thrive. Um, you know, so anything that we can do, we actually um, can help connect folks. Um, and that's part of why we do things like this is to, to you know, keep expanding through our networks because we can help folks, um, you know, connect with navigators to get them insurance um, uh, in any way we can, especially through the, um, uh, the Affordable Care Act and the expansion program that they have. Um, you know, so every human being um, deserves this. Like, healthcare should never be something that somebody has to worry about. They should never have to worry about bills, um, you know, or, you know, how they're going to get their next medication. Um, we really, truly believe in all that. Excellent. That's absolutely phenomenal. So for people listening, if you don't have Medicaid or if you know someone who is in need of services who may not have them, um, please look at the links for the information later on that will be posted not only in the podcast but on the site for you guys to be able to get access for yourself and for loved ones for these services. I think that's incredibly important. Miss Crystal Perry, friend, auntie, I appreciate you. How you doing this evening? I'm doing well, and I thank you very much for doing this. No, I appreciate it. I told you when we had the opportunity to conversate. I felt like this was an, uh, a, a phenomenal role for you, um, just given your personality, your expertise, your ability to articulate an argument, <laughs> um, and just your passion for people. I yes. felt like this was an excellent role for you. Uh, and you know, just tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to this position and why the work that you do is so important. Um, well, actually, I was kind of... Um not forced, but kind of encouraged to first be a delegate for um, from my job at um, where I work at. And um, so I started off to be a delegate and, you know, doing negotiations. Um, I fight for the rights of our contract, making sure that administration does not violate our contracts, protecting our rights. and. Um, then I did a few canvassing here and there, and I really like the political aspect of it because to be uninformed is just not a good thing, not for me. Um, to see the side of how things are conducted in the world on the political side was very 
um, like an eye opener for me. And I, I was just sitting back and just looking and seeing and I'm just like, hmm, this is something I need to get into because I just don't want people to be able to make decisions for me that I'm unaware of. Like, I'm going to hold people accountable. If I put you in office or you're looking to be in office, I'm going to hold you accountable. So that's really, you know, why I got into this. And, you know, my passion is for humanity. And I want everyone to be treated fairly. And, you know, I just want to educate people the way that Sarah and the others at 1199 has educated me. I want to pass that on so people are aware of what things are happening around them. And I was just saying in a, in a, um, in a workshop that we went to with Citizens Action, like, I don't want to just be alive. I want to actively be alive. I want to be I want to be in the community. I don't just want to walk around vicariously and, and act like there's nothing going on. I see people walking by every day, and I don't think they're aware of everything that's going on. So now I'm going to take that step forward. I'm going to lean in. Yeah. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone, and I'm going to start speaking for my community. That's the role that I want to take at this time. Yeah, and I think that's actually phenomenal because it's something that we that you mentioned was that political accountability piece. I think for a lot of people who are not in the field of politics or don't, you know, step outside of their realm of understanding, we really are, you know, a lot of times we're unaware of the fact that we can hold politicians accountable. You know, people get voted in office, they make promises, they don't follow them through. It never occurs to us that we can vote that person out or that we can hold community forums or that we can become advocates or that we can become marches. I, I've been blessed in the last few years to be a part of a lot of political activities in which, uh, you know, I was a part of the Citizen Action March from here to uh, Albany for, for equity and education. Um, I fought for father's rights with community fathers. I've been able to be a part of so many of these wonderful things. Um, and it's allowed me that, that, that understanding that, you know, it's great that these people get these political offices, but it's still our duty to make sure right. that we hold them political accountable because it's our kids, it's our future, it's our communities that that's suffers right. if people don't follow through. So well, that's why I told you specifically, I love what you're doing because, again, as a mother, as an aunt, as the person that you are, you've always had this wonderful personality. <laughs> and your ability to get a point across yeah. is phenomenal. Um, and I think anybody who knows you would say that you just have that passion in you. So to see you utilizing it is, is, you know, it's really great. So just talk to us about some of the work, specifically the work that you're doing with this project right here. Um, currently, what we're doing is we are doing petitions and postcards to just make the community aware and educated about what's going on as far as um, health care and Medicaid is concerned. We want our legislators to know, not in New York, we're not going to fight over crumbs. We shouldn't have to. There is enough within New York State that everybody can get equally funded. So we shouldn't say, have say, to. say that again for the people that are <laughs> at home listening that may not have really caught what you just said. Listen, not in New York. Not today, not in the future. We are not going to fight over for crumbs, over something that is, we are so abundant. New York State is so rich right now. If you look at the 1% of the wealthy, 
It's like you got billionaires that are at $56 billion all the way down to $12.3 billion in New York State. And there's like 12, 13 of them. And we're fighting over crumbs. They always take health and education, put us against each other, having us fight each other. We shouldn't be fighting each other. We need to come together. We need to create the offense, stop being on the defense, and tell these people, we're not going to settle for this. We're going to hold you accountable. Stop trying to lie to us and say, there's no money when we know that there is. I'm not gonna settle for it. I'm not gonna let my people settle for it. I'm not gonna let my community settle for it. I'm gonna let you guys know we need to get out there. We need to fight. We need to sign these petitions. We need to sign these postcards and let our legislators know we're not settling it for it anymore. Not in New York State. Not now, not never. That's it and that's all. As DJ Khaled would say, that's a major key alert. So I want to make sure that you, that you get caught that. Because a lot of no, no, seriously, because a lot of times when you're having these conversations, and again, for for those who are unaware of the information, I think a lot of times that's just that's just a matter of what it was. This information is available that there are abundance of resources that we all have access to, opportunities we can all create and be a part of. And when you create a sense of lack amongst people, yes, uh, people don't want to know any different, and they just go about their day. So. It's business as usual within the state, within these cities. Because they've normalized it. This mm -hmm. is what's normal. You think that this is what's normal. This, this is not normal. This is not normal, and we don't have to settle for this at all. My standards are now higher. I'm telling you, when I would vote, I would vote, and then that's it. Oh, I've, I've done my due diligence. I voted, and then I keep a pushing. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not just going to vote and then walk away. No, I'm going to vote and now I got to come see you. Okay, I voted for you, so say what you mean and mean what you say. Mm -hmm. Don't, I'm not with, you know, the games and stuff. You're in office for a reason. And it's not about being on the left or being on the right. It's about doing the right thing as a human. Humanity is lost in this world. Like, nobody really genuinely cares about the next person that's sitting next to them. And I see it with politicians all the time. They're in office, they say what they, you know, think you want to hear or whatever. Some of them probably are genuine in what they speak, but we still have to hold them accountable because they are human. So sometimes they may sway a little bit to the left or sway a little bit to the right. It's our job to keep them on the straight and narrow. So that's what my goal is. I'm going to educate. I'm not just going to say, are you a registered voter? No. When you're a registered voter, what are you looking for? in a candidate. Mm -hmm. What are your true beliefs? Because whether they're Republican, Democrat, conservative, independent, or whatever, that doesn't matter. Look at the candidate, hear what they're saying. Don't just listen, hear, let it marinate in you, do background and everything on them before you just go out and you, and you get votes. So that's where I'm at right now. Education and holding people accountable. Because I'm gonna hold myself accountable. So for those listening, I hope you're paying attention. Make sure you guys get the information. You reach out for the opportunity. You take advantage of the situation. Uh, there are resources available, more than enough resources available for everyone. So make sure that you have these two young women here who are speaking about their passion and telling you about these projects that are going on. If you have questions, reach out to people. If you need answers, reach out to people. 
hold your politi local politicians accountable. Um, so now when you hear that, you see it's not just a thing that's common in just community and business and where you guys operate. And, and, and I think a lot of time we don't always tie those things really in together um, with the unions and how important the collective voice really is. That's right. So I think, you know, I, I think it's a wonderful message you guys are bringing. I, I think for the people that are listening, this is really going to touch home with a lot of people because there are a lot of people that sit at home and, you know, you know, when you hear the regular rhetoric, you're like, yeah, you know, I hear you. But when you start to see certain people really step outside their comfort zone, as you two have, to take this opportunity to speak on these things today, I think it may really, you know, start to touch people. We have a, a, a broad audience, and I think for a lot of other people who may be listening, I think this is really good information for them. So what is your message kind of going away? If you could leave one thing with people who are listening, what would be that one thing? My one thing would be that I don't want people to misconstrue this and think that you have to be a Medicaid recipient for this to affect you. Yeah. I had to look back and think like, hmm, okay, Medicaid cut. Well, guess what? I don't get Medicaid, so how does that affect me? Not really. Well, Crystal, no, it does. It affects my job. It affects my nephews. It affects my loved ones. It affects my community. It affects EMTs. It affects hospitals, nursing homes, people who, who provide supplies for those facilities to function. From the top to the bottom, this affects us. So you don't have to be a recipient of these and people really like snub their noses and be like well I'm not on welfare or I don't receive Medicaid but you want to know what it's so much bigger than that and that's why I say that humanity is lost because it's like doesn't affect me no bother to me but no it really it really does because guess what your mother or your father might own that store that provides the supplies for this hospital or this nursing home. And so now, if they get cut here, mm -hmm. that means the products that they're buying from you is gonna dwindle. Mm -hmm. So now that affects your business. So this just isn't a Medicaid recipient problem. This is a community problem. This is a everyone problem. This is a we problem. Everyone needs to get involved. Everyone needs to speak up. Everyone needs to make it known that this is not going to happen in New York State. Not here, in New York State, not now, not ever. That's it and that's all. Period. Um, yeah, I was going to say, if I could just add to, like, what we're facing here is, like, unprecedented. We have never faced cuts like this before in New York State. It's to the tune of almost $4 billion in cuts to our Medicaid program, um, which could completely decimate um, just like everything Crystal was saying, your local hospital. Um, and in some of the rural communities up here, you get rid of one hospital in Schenectady, and where are you guys going to go? Right. Like, where are you going to go? So, um, you know, uh, it's a potential for $4 billion in cuts. And this is why we are reaching out to the communities to make sure that they're educated on this, um, because a lot of people just don't know. Um, so the more that we get out in the community, the more we're going to hold all these politicians accountable, um, and we're going to make sure that they know that we are not going to take these cuts laying on our backs. 
We are here to fight for every last dime. And not only do we not want this $4 billion to go through, we want more that we've been fighting That's for right. this whole That's time. Right. That's why we're on this offensive. Because right. this isn't just about fighting for crumbs, like you were saying. That's right. This is about, like, you know, uh, we need more staff in these facilities. Like, these are where our, um, you know, our families, our loved ones go to get the kid to where we go to get our That's own right. care. Um, and the more that we take away from the system, like our communities fail. And if our communities fail, we fail as a society. Um, so that's why Crystal kept saying, you know, like this is um, a humanity thing. This is um, basic human rights and we shouldn't be fighting for these crumbs. So, um, you know, reach out to us. We'll, we'll give you all of our contact info. Um, and, you know, let us know if you want to get involved because we will be out in these streets every day. Yes connecting uh, all over the capital region and um, you know the more help we can get with this the better well you heard it here first phenomenal work by miss crystal perry with 1199 seiu and miss sarah couch with healthcare education project this is william reeves with 518 talks make sure you tune in get the information and most importantly get involved thank you